Hey guys, usually here I'd be asking all of you to rate the podcast and all that, but honestly, I just want to jump in and say that Courtney and I here at the Fright Crew, uh, we believe in women's bodily autonomy and the right to choose an abortion for themselves if they so choose. Uh, and unfortunately, the right has now been taken away. And it's a really terrifying reality reality that we're living in right now. So we want to encourage our listeners to donate to abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood, as for right now is the time that they need it most of all. Um, I mean, even donating like five bucks can help the cause. So I'll go ahead and leave resources down in the description uh, to places that you can donate to and to resources for anyone who is or who knows anyone who is seeking an abortion. And of course, stay safe out there if you're protesting and be sure to be kind to yourself and take the time that you need with everything. Thanks. What's spooky, you creeps? I'm your ankle bracelet bracelet wearing peanut butter with chocolate sauce and Red Bull eating hoodlum who popped his teacher because he mentioned my father. But let's be completely honest. He had it coming. Jensen Harper. <laughs> Mine's a little dark. So <laughs> oh, shit. prepare yourself. Uh-oh. Um, I, I'm a great dad that takes his son fishing and has some heart to heart with him. Uh, but then I get completely obliterated by a car. Um, and not just one, but two. <laughs> I was like writing that down and I was like, oh fuck, should I say this? Yeah, have me say it. Courtney the father. (laughs) The one who just sets the whole tone to the movie and the pretense. Yeah, dude. Just negative. And uh, yeah, we have a guest tonight. Who are you? I am Club Girl with cute shoes with a cute little black dress on who gets chased around the house with a knife and ends up dying. Chanel Harper. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get like uh, cloned by a man with a wig on. So, (laughs) which we got to talk about. Yeah. What the fuck? I also don't get to return that dress. So, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. So, yeah, if you guys can't tell what we're talking about, we pulled Disturbia out of the body bag. Hell yes, finally. And the reason we have my wife Chanel on here is for multiple reasons. A, we just started a new podcast together, so you're you're an official pod, podcast host yourself. I am, so yeah. you got something to plug, which we'll get to that. But Disturbia, I mean, it's it's a comfort film for us. It's one of our favorites. It is, and I know I didn't know this about you, Courtney, but now I do. It's one of yours as well. So yes, this is, like I remember seeing it in theaters. Really? Yeah. I don't think I. I don't think I did. Did you, Shannon? Yeah, I think we did. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. See, I don't remember that, but who knows? It was man. so freaking long ago. It's insane. Two thousand seven. Ew. We were. Yeah, I know. School. That's like. I'm like ever got... since then, I've had to pay bills. <laughs> oh, seriously. That's like when we got together, Jens. Like yeah, right yeah. after, because we got much. together in what two thousand like. Like Four, six, seven, six. Or wait, when did I go to school? No, six. <laughs> I met you in two thousand six, so yeah, it was yeah, around that so time. I think we we even saw it like promenade. Oh yeah, probably. That was like our stopping ground. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, do you really quick want to plug our podcast, or I mean, I'll help or whatever. But yeah, I thought we did that in the end. Ah, uh, we do it in the beginning, in the end, in the middle, <laughs> whenever you want, really. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, Jensen and I started a podcast, um, 
And you can find us at Well, That's Not Normal, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. It's a good time. We yeah. just talk about like spoopy stuff like paranormal and yeah. uh, folklore and conspiracy theories and whatever your world, your weird little heart desires. Exactly. Yeah, we just released our episode today on the Mothman. Yes, so I love it. It was yes. a good time, man. So. Love if and you, also if you're the DIA that. though, like DIA yeah. is very very interesting. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was our first episode. So. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this upcoming week is going to be pretty fun too. Yeah, we don't want to announce that just yet, but yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna announce that next week. So yeah, it'll be a good time. By the time the listener gets to this, uh, that episode will be out, so it doesn't yes. matter. But yeah, so hell yeah, dude, we're pumped and. It's been fun so far. It's a uh, yes, taking up another podcast is a lot of work, but at the same time, it's fun. And it's fun. yeah, it's and when fun it's to... something that you're passionate about and you like talking about, it really right. doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah, yeah, and like especially when you're doing it at home with your partner, it's like yeah. not even doesn't really affect our day too much. Like we yeah. just have and to. And you'd be talking about that anyways. Like I know. Right. So <laughs> might as well record it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Make so, something yeah. of it. Exactly. So yeah, that's wow. That's not normal. Like I plugged last week at the end, but now we're plugging it up front. So go check that out. It's been a good time. So other than that, uh, yeah, we kind of all gushed about the film. We kind of already gushed. I mean, like you, Chanel, you came to me and you were like, I want to come on the pod and cover Disturbia. So give a little background. What what makes it a comfort film for you so much? Ooh. You're putting me on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something that we grew up watching. I mean, not grew up. We were, well, what, yeah. 16, 17? That's still a child. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we grew up watching it. Um, Shia LaBeouf, hello. Mm-hmm. Little heartthrob. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like that he's, I don't know. He's like a bad boy, but not really. <laughs> so, yeah. it's about Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, like, the story behind it is, like, kind of, like, heartfelt and sad. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they just get, they just nail you right at the beginning of the movie. Like. Yeah, no kidding, dude. What's yeah. that? What's that noise? A car either on oh. her end. I think that was on my, my side. <laughs> I think like, a motorcycle was driving through the property. She's not used to it. <laughs> no, it was just, like, spoopy music. It sounded like weird, <laughs> creepy music. But, um, anyway, no, I just, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's creepy. Because, you know, you can't always trust who you live by, even if you live in this, like, beautiful neighborhood in L.A. Yeah. Um, But it's also, like, sad and heartfelt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a good, it's an all-around good movie. Yeah, for sure. And I totally, like, second that, all of that. But also, for me, it's, like, there's something about, uh, we were talking about it when we watched it. I said, like, there's something about the way that they shot films in the late 2000s that is so unique to that time frame. Yeah. And it has that vibe. Like, and it's of like course. warm and comforting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even despite the, you know, what's happening in the background and stuff. But yeah, so it's definitely, it's just a good time. I don't know. I guess I don't really know either. It's just one of those films that it does seem like a lot of people either kind of love it or you hate it. Mm-hmm. Looking at my letterbox ratings and stuff. Yeah. You definitely love it or you hate it. So. What about you, Courtney? Um, kind of the same thing. So um, for me, like I remember um, seeing the previews to it. I just remember like the movie cover with him with like the binoculars. Because oh, yeah. um, I used to get like teen magazines delivered to my house <laughs> every like just month. Teen. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and I remember seeing like uh, an ad for that movie. And it said like every 
uh, killer has to live next to somebody or something was like on there. Um, and I was like, Oh, like that is, that looks good. Like Mm -hmm. I I was super curious about it. I had no idea what the hell the movie was about. (laughs) Um, and like, that was before we had, um, like phones and all that stuff where like we knew everything that was coming out. Um, like you would just see the previews on TV and be like, Oh, that looks good. Um, and then like have your mom give you 15 bucks to go see the movie with (laughs) your friend on the weekend. Yeah. Drop you Um, off the movies. Yeah. And I remember being surprised that it was PG-13 because um, I had expected it to be like a horror movie that was rated R right. um, with like the way that I thought it was going to be. But um, I remember my mom did give me $15 to go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I went and saw it on like a Friday night with some of my friends. Um, and I loved it because it wasn't like, um, it, it's not like super scary, but it no. still does have that like scary aspect. Um, yeah. And for like people that don't like like the gore and the, whatever um this is still like a good thriller um it also has like the cute little like romance right um, like the comedy with like the friend ronnie um (laughs) so like you get everything like yes i love him yeah yeah, so you get like the comedy you get the romance you get the thriller um so it's kind of like everything wrapped into one and i've always loved it i agree i definitely agree same it's a good old time and we also forgot to mention this is the well, last entry, Courtney, we got to think about that, uh, into There's My Creepy Neighbor. Yes. And honestly, like, most of them are, like, I feel like, especially, like, Summer of 84 is, like, Disturbia in a different yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited that we're actually doing this one because I feel like we've just build, been building up to it. Exactly. Yeah. This was, like, the antithesis of this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Exactly. Not so, only that, though, like, <clears throat> let me touch back on to the the point of what makes it a film also the soundtrack is yeah. a banger. yes yeah. so good <laughs> it's so good it's a the bomb. song they play um they play it in the movie but then they also play it during the credits um, i don't know if you remember what song i'm talking about but um i freaking love that song i have it on one of my playlists because i loved it like the first time i heard it. i don't know what it, i forget what it's called um okay. but maybe you could put like a little clip in here yeah yeah for uh, sure. <laughs> but i freaking love that song The end credits? I'm assuming? Okay, yeah. Because the intro is kind of like thriller music. Yeah, the end credits. Yeah, so. Sweet. Well, let's just get right into the next section. The brains. Courtney, let's hear it. Uh, I do have a little bit of a lot. Okay. So, (laughs) prepare yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, Disturbia is a 2007 American psychological thriller film. Uh, directed by DJ Caruso uh, from a screenplay by Christopher Landon and Carl Ellsworth. And it is starring Shia LaBeouf, David Morse, Sarah Romer, and Carrie Ann Moss. Um, the uh, screenplay was partially inspired by Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window, um, and the film released on April 13, 2007. Yep. Many, many moons ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, can, I, I cannot remember 2007. I don't know if you can. but No. I'm sure it was easier than it is now. (laughs) 
being a person living on this earth. Well, let's see, women still had rights. And, yeah, uh, I'm like, huh. <laughs> like, we actually went back even farther than 2007 yeah. this year. We went back, like, 50 years. Yeah, but it's funny. there wasn't a mass shooting every weekend. Yeah, so, yeah, there's yeah, that. You know, it's not, like, the worst place to live lately, but it is. <laughs> it's fine. We're all um, just trying to survive. Yes, we're just, we're just floating by. Um, so the script was written in the 1990s um, and was optioned. Uh, the original studio let the option expire after hearing about Christopher Reeve's remake of Rear Window. Um, and it was not until 2004 that the script was rewritten and sold. Yeah, which it gets complicated. I'll get in that with deeper trivia, but it's okay. weird. It gets weird. Yeah, I'm glad you have that info because I also saw that there was like a... Um, uh, a lawsuit. A lawsuit, yeah. yeah. So maybe you'll touch on that too, because yeah. I'm curious. Um, so executive producer Steven Spielberg arranged for LaBeouf to be on the casting shortlist for this film because he was impressed with his work in the movie Holes, which is an amazing movie. Hell yeah. Love that, Love that movie. movie so freaking much. Yeah. Um, Caruso auditioned over 100 males uh, for the role within five weeks uh, before yeah. finally setting on LaBeouf um, as he was looking for someone who guys would really like to respond to or who would really like and respond to um, because he wasn't going to be such a pretty boy, quote. Uh, hmm. But he is. <laughs> he is. He is. But he plays the role so well because he's he still like innocent and quirky, but right. he's a little rough around the edges. <laughs> um, so Shia was attracted to the role because of the director's 2002 film, The Salton Sea, uh, which he complimented as one of his favorite films. Um, and before filming started, the two watched the thriller films Rear Window, Straw Dogs, and The Conversion, or The Conversation. Mm. Um, they also viewed the 1980 film, 1989, I cannot speak, film Say Anything, which is also another amazing film. Mm-hmm. Um, and mixed all the movies together. Uh, LaBeouf says that he spoke to people on house arrest and locked himself in a room with a bracelet to feel what the confinement of house arrest is like. Wow. Yeah. Dedication. <laughs> yes. And after I read the thing about the that Say Anything film, I definitely do see little aspects of that, like when he has a radio on the roof. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Disturbia was filmed on locations in the cities of Whittier, Whittier California, and Pasadena, California. Um, filming took place from January 6th, 2006 to April 29th, 2006. Um, the homes of Kale and Mr. Turner, which are supposed to be across the street from each other, uh, we're actually located in two different cities. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, and then the film was released on DVD and HD DVD on August 7th, 20, or 2007, um, on Blu-ray disc on March 15th, 2008. Um, and in the United States, DVD sales brought in uh, $35 million in revenue um, from 1.4 million sold DVD units, which is that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And that does not include Blu-ray. Damn. Wow. I feel like that doesn't happen these days anymore. No, <clears throat> it really like, doesn't. Like, yeah, they'll yeah. still sell Blu-rays and stuff, but not not like not back as in the much. Day. Yeah, yeah, because people would just pay to like rent it on Amazon yeah. or like right. buy it yeah. or stream it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or go on Soap Today and legally <laughs> watch them. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Whoops. We only do it when it's necessary. Yeah, for real. And then um, so Disturbia grossed. <laughs> Uh, 80.2 million in North America and 37.9 million in other territories for a worldwide total of 118.1 million against a budget of 20 million. Yep. Nice. Which is insane. Yeah, pretty good. 
pretty good stuff. And then getting into reviews, which is the last that I have, uh, we have a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.8 on IMDb, and a 62% on Metacritic. A little low, but it's fine. A little low, for sure. Um, it happens, though, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just get surprised every time we see those because I'm like, what? Right, and it's kind of like I said, like it does feel like one of those movies that people either love or they hate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because on Letterboxd, it's got a 3.1 out of 5, so not Oof. crazy high. And a lot of people, I mean, I've got ranging from a 5 out of 5 to down to a 2. So, you so know. Interesting. Yeah, so it's like some people aren't super into it, but it hit that sweet spot for some of us. I know oh, yeah. that. Yeah, especially because it's not like as scary as maybe people expected it to be yeah. or um, kind of, again, like a slow burn, which people apparently get offended at. Um <laughs> Which, like, those are the best. Yeah, exactly, dude. You know, it's like when you don't know what you're going to get. You're like, oh, is he actually a killer? Is he just going right. loopy because he's stuck in his house? Like, Right, because yeah. to uh, me at that point, it's a character study. You're you're like, and they're, it's a human that you're watching. It's right. not yeah. a, I don't know, man. Yeah, people are And weird. it keeps you on your toes. It yeah, really does. for sure, dude. It does. So. You don't know what's coming. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to DJ, DJ Caruso himself. So... Daniel John Caruso was born in Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, growing up, his parents owned a salon called House of Beauty. Don't know why that's a fact, but literally that's all I could really find about him. <laughs> uh, he graduated from Norwalk High School in 1983 and then ended up in college at the Pepperdine University in Malibu, California. Malibu. Uh, Malibu. <laughs> Man. Caruso started his film career working under director John Batham as a producer and occasionally even a second unit director. So kind of like who did we just cover Courtney? I forget, but it was like someone who got their foot in the door just because they were like had connections. I'm like, of course, there's oh. always somebody. I forget who yes. it was, but it happens. So, um, but yeah, he actually started his directing career in television, working on series such as high incident and beyond belief factor fiction. So that's pretty cool. Uh, his feature length, directorial debut was a film called the Sultan sea. Like you said, Courtney in 2002, and it's it's got like a cult following, a minor cult following. We'll say that. I've definitely never heard of it or seen it. So um, after that, he worked on Taking Lives in 2004, but didn't it didn't like meet the producer's expectations in the box office, but did have a really good like home video release. That seems like a pretty constant thing in the 2000s, where it sometimes wouldn't pop off in the theaters, but yeah. for some reason would sell a bunch of DVDs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in 2007, he was asked by Spielberg to direct this film, Disturbia, and, yeah, kind of like you alluded to, this was his first massive hit for his career. Um, it just kind of blew up. Like you said, what was the budget? 20 mil and made, like, a, just a buttload of money. Yeah, 118. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, uh, so yeah, he tried working again with Spielberg and Shia LaBeouf on Eagle Eye, which... I love one of your favorites. Yeah. Oh, I love Eagle Eye too. I know that I one's even worse. I've seen that though. since like film study. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love that movie. Oh my god, though. it's been a long time. Same, and uh, yeah, that was a only a year later. So that actually grossed two hundred and one million worldwide with a budget of eighty million. So oh wow, Shit. it was a way higher budget, but it did make some money. So, <laughs> but it wasn't like received critically well. So oh well, um, in twenty eleven, Caruso directed I Am Number Four, which was an adaptation from a YA, uh, what a young adult novel, which I've never read or I've never seen the movie either. So, but that actually grows tons of money too, but I guess there wasn't enough interest in it to move on to making a sequel as they originally intended. So they kind of called it quits with that. 
Uh, in 2013, Caruso actually fulfilled a longtime passion project of making the film adaptation of Standing Up, a coming-of-age story. Uh, this was like Caruso's first family film, and he was incredibly excited about that. This was made for a budget of only three mil, which is good because I do, you know, a lot of his stuff, it's almost like um, Michael Bay. Like, all of his stuff is, like, high budget, yeah. high octane, yeah. and I don't think they've ever given him a low budget for anything, and I think when you back a director into a corner with a low budget, that really can make them shine. Yeah, because yeah. you have to kind of like think outside of the box. Like, yeah. I only have so much yeah. to work with. Yep. What am I going to do with this money? So it kind of like lets their creativity run. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, because you have to imagine for like Eagle Eye, part of the $80 million budget, probably 10 million of it went to Shia LaBeouf. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. For sure. So that, yeah, right there, this movie itself, the entire budget was lower than that. But. Right. So in 2015, Vin Diesel uh, had Caruso join the team for the Triple X sequel, Triple X: Return of Xander Cage, and wow, this made a fuck ton of money—347 million. They always do. I Bro, feel like anything I've never that Vin Diesel's in, they're like, "Okay, here's money." <laughs> Just gonna throw it at you. Yeah, yeah, I've never even seen any of the Triple X's. I haven't either, but oh my god, like Fast and the Furious, for yeah. instance, insane. Yeah. Uh yeah, I but I like Vin Diesel a lot. I will say he's alright. He's okay. I think mm-hmm. I've I've seen only the first Triple X. I don't think I've seen it. And I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like you. those. I don't know because like Fast and the Furious. Even I haven't really seen those because I'm just not like an action movie gal. Yeah. Um, but everybody just goes absolutely bonkers, just like with the yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't see it. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Do you? I mean. I feel like Vin Diesel is the same character in every single True. movie. True. I mean, we that. do love Fast and Furious just because, like, cars, yeah. obviously. But, I don't know. He's just, he plays the same character in every movie. And it's it's not. It's a little annoying. Just, eh. Family. Can you do anything <laughs> else? <laughs> <laughs> so, 2016, he gave us the small gift of a film called The Disappointments Room. Um, mm. Do you remember that? I do. With Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, dude. Yeah. It has terrible fucking ratings and didn't even meet budget, unfortunately. That so was a bad movie, though. I think we saw it in theaters, my dude. I'm pretty sure I remember going to the theaters. And I remember nothing about it. So. I remember seeing it at home. I don't remember uh, watching it at the movies, though. I could be wrong, but it was bad. I mean, or we could both be right. <laughs> we just don't really remember. True. <clears throat> um. And then upcoming, he has rumored work on the new Are You Afraid of the Dark revitalization movie thing that's coming out soon. So that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, and also Triple X has like a fourth one in pre-production right now that he's attached to. And he's also been working on a G.I. Joe sequel for like 10 years or something. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Sorry. And then Agreed. Caruso also married Holly Cuspert. Is that her name? In 1990, of which they have five children together and remain oh. together to this day. Cute. Cute. Yep. <laughs> so as for the movie itself, um, I'll touch on some of it because, Courtney, you pulled a lot of the same things that I did, and that's okay. I figured that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally okay. So kind of like you were saying, this is technically like a, it's like a spiritual remake of Alfred Hitchcock's classic Rear Window. But the issue was that... Um, DreamWorks, Paramount, and Spielberg himself, they were all sued over using the story without permission because the copyright holders of the original short story 
it had to be a murder or had to be murder by Cornell Woolrich. They, you know, that was like the original story that Rear Window was based off of. So they tried to sue. But I guess the judge found in Spielberg's favor and the judge said it was similar, but not entirely based off of it. Yeah. Take that as you will, I guess. I mean, you know, that's it's weird because there's a lot of movies that have similar vibes with other movies that I wouldn't exactly be like, oh, this is like a ripoff. Um, But and actually, I have seen Rear Window and it's similar, but it's honestly not. This dude like breaks his legs or leg or something and has to be like he's stuck in his apartment yeah. It's actually closer to Watcher, so if I'm being like, honest. He's not like technically on house arrest. Like he, no, he's no, he's like, not on house arrest. He's just like, yeah, kind of stranded a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And there's so many movies that have like similar um, yeah. storylines. It's just like, that's, it's going to happen because you mm-hmm. can only have so many storylines with movies. Right, right, right. And the only similarities is that like his girlfriend comes over all the time and they talk and then it's really not that funny. It's taken pretty seriously. And then he does see across the street or whatever because he kind of starts peeking on people peeping tom on didn't people. we recently just watch secret window uh rear window um uh, yeah yeah kind of i guess window. so <clears throat> yeah i guess so so yeah they it's it's similar but it's not entirely the same thing yeah so david morsey the guy that plays mr turner he didn't speak to any of the other cast while filming until after they were done shooting he wanted to keep it like as intense as possible this guy seems kind of intense um yeah, like you nah, you already read that. So the scene where Kale is spying on Mr. Turner through the fence, it's actually not a real house behind him. It's just like a cutout made to look like a real house behind Mr. Turner, which I've never been able oh, to tell. I've never even huh. that, no. It me makes either. me want to rewatch it, yeah. I know. I was gonna say I should have known that information before I watched it last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Here he said that. And my last one, David Morsey was uh while they were filming an intense scene with Shia LaBeouf. He slammed his hand into a wall and broke three fingers. And Shia LaBeouf said they were all mangled and crooked and shit. But uh, David Morrissey just acted like nothing really happened and wanted to continue shooting. Oh, my gosh. So this guy's just super intense. Like, bro, are you okay? Yeah, he seems like it. He reminds me of uh, uh, Hannibal's character in Silence of the Lambs. I can see it. Yeah. 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 He's definitely got that, like, creepy kind of, like, I'm smarter than you vibe. Like, he, he feels cocky, you know? Yeah. So... I get that. He's just a little smirk he's got on his face. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, sweet. Well, that's all I got. So ready for the the next section? Yeah. Session. All right, let's move right into the heart. Courtney, let's hear the synopsis. The synopsis. All right. Um, So after his father is tragically killed in a car accident right in front of him, Things unravel for Kale as he is placed under house arrest for the summer for punching his piece of shit Spanish <laughs> teacher. Definitely piece of shit. Yeah. We'll get into that he though. super is. Uh, um, so after his mom takes away all access to TV, video games, and music, uh, Kale decides to occupy himself by spying on his neighbors with a pair of binoculars. From these encounters, Kale starts building feelings for his beautiful new neighbor, Ashley. But not everything he sees is positive. One night, he witnesses what appears to be a murder going on in Mr. Turner's house. Uh, Kale also notices some suspicious things that tie Turner to other murders all over the news. Kale, Ashley, and his friend Ronnie soon become obsessed with uncovering the truth behind these murders, but after a few unsettling run-ins with Mr. Turner, it becomes clear that something isn't right. 
This leaves one ominous question. Who is actually watching who? Will Mr. Turner do whatever it takes to keep them quiet, or will they uncover the truth before it's too late? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I think I got one. What do you got? It's okay. It's decent. Um, so if you were in Kale's position, you are stuck at home, you're spying on the neighbors, um, you're just hanging out, and you hear from your neighbor's house across, like right next door, um, you hear a woman screaming for help. Uh, you see her being chased around the house and banging on the windows. Um, what do you do? Do you call the cops? Do you just kind of film it and <laughs> leave it be? <laughs> like, what What are you doing? What am I doing? Uh, Chanel, you're the guest tonight, so what do you got? What are you doing? Who? I don't know. Um, I'd honestly probably go outside and maybe, like, check to see what's happening. I don't oh, know. damn. I'd, I don't know. The curiosity in me would be probably, yeah, to go outside and see what's going on. Okay. So you're uh, inserting yourself into the story. <laughs> so I'm probably going to get uh, kidnapped and <laughs> killed too in yeah. the basement. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think the curiosity in me uh, would definitely probably like go over there maybe. Okay. Interesting. I mean, curiosity did kill a cat, right? So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I mean, but that's also kind of us in like real life. Like we like looking at the windows to see what's going on too. So. Oh, I'll scope shit out. I ain't I ain't afraid to admit that. Yeah, I'll <laughs> so, scope. Like, you're shit a, you're a, what is it? Rubbernecking? Yeah, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. dude. I don't mind. Kind of like that one night, Courtney. You guys were over. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching some drug we're deals. We're spying on your neighbors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. We were like, oh, drug deal. So, yeah, we were checking You know, it out. especially though, when it's like in your neighborhood and it's so close to you, like you want to know what's going on. Yeah, right, for exactly. sure. Yeah, if you I see an ambulance. If I see an ambulance cross the street, I'm checking it out. I'm going to see what the fuck's up. I'm not particularly going outside like you say you are going to. I mean, but... I might. Or, or I might. <laughs> I mean, we have security cameras on house. So. Oh, damn. I might, you know, pop those open on yeah. my phone, scope it out. <laughs> so I'd say for me, like, definitely never call the cops on anything. I don't care what no, it is. Because ACAB. The only thing is maybe like a, like a, like uh, a, yeah, maybe like a mass shooting. But also, what are cops going to do? Clearly, so. Right. Um, no, we're too scared to cut out. Yeah. So yeah, no, no cops. Um, I don't know, dude. I might get. Into it, and I might be a Shia LaBeouf in this and, like, try to film some shit. <laughs> that sounded real, real weird huh. and kinky. <laughs> yeah, what are you using that for? Okay. <laughs> Who the bleep did I marry? <laughs> yeah. Just to bring it to the FBI or whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. I really... I don't know, because I feel like it's definitely one of those situations that I've never found myself in, clearly. Yeah, you kind of have to be, like, put into the situation yeah. and see, like, what, what, we do, what yeah. would we do? I think... Shia LaBeouf's reaction, Kale's reaction to this whole thing is pretty spot on to a teenager's though. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Courtney? What would you do? Um, definitely like keep an eye on it because if like I see some like a woman in distress, like she looks like she needs help, um, like I would definitely keep an eye on it and see if there's anything that I could do. But also like with the way that the movie goes, with like him thinking she leaves the house, like I think that kind of yeah kills the idea of what he would have done had she not true, um true but yeah for me like same thing i'd probably um i don't know if like i'd be too like nervous to physically go outside and right. like get near the house but i would definitely keep an eye on it um and kind of see how it plays out 
Yeah, you're right. Because like I'm thinking about it, the reaction to it is dependent upon what exact if it is this exact situation where you see someone getting chased around a house and then you see them what you think is them leave leaving yeah and then you're like oh okay well like maybe i was wrong yeah and maybe like, it was a kinky thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and you never know thing. yeah were they but, actually playing yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. So you it's know better to be safe playing. than sorry honestly right. make sure that someone's not like getting harmed right exactly yeah, and it does seem like Mr. Turner is not a super friendly guy, so that's the only issue. Like, no, he's you can't a just weirdo. yeah, you can't go over there or whatever, call him up and be like, "Hey, yo, is everything good over there?" Good? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's kick off some notes, man. Um, his dad's death scene is always wild to me. Like, it's super sad and sets up the film perfectly, I think, because it really puts you in Kale's shoes of why he gets put into this whole yeah. entire situation. So. I fast forwarded the whole time this time because I knew it was coming and I couldn't watch it. Oh my god! I get that. It just I like kills me. I look away every single time. I can't. <laughs> like I have to fast forward through that. Yep. Uh, there's another part I had to fast forward through, which we'll get to, and I'll let you know what it is when we get there. But okay. Um. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't watch this. Interesting. Again. I can't guess, but maybe I might know. We'll see when we get okay. there. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Oh, I guess I did kind of have a question. All right. So are all of us punching this stupid teacher? Yes. 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 Such uh, a piece of shit. Across like, the board, yeah. It He's makes me so shit. mad because I'm like, your mom is mad at you and punishing no, you on top real. of like you having to be on house arrest for yeah. your teacher literally being a fucking asshole, yeah. bringing up trauma that you're ne- probably never going to get over. You're right. like forced to be at school. Yep. And like clearly you're going through it. Like you're sleeping in class. Like teachers should <laughs> notice that and be like, okay, like I need to figure out like what I can do to help this person instead of in front of the entire class asking, who do you think you are? And then bringing up your dad that just died. Yeah. And like guilt in front of your face. Right. Right. And also when it shows him in court with like the black eye or whatever, the fuck you you deserved that more. He looks all pissed off. It's like, okay, original Karen, you little shithead. So for sure. So yeah, across the board, 10 out of 10, we're all punching him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know who wouldn't. Honestly, I don't know who wouldn't. There's probably a lot of people who wouldn't. Really? I'm going to shake their hand because... Yeah, they're like, violence is not the answer. And I'm like, no, it <laughs> exactly. is. Violence is the answer sometimes. Oh, For yeah. Real. Especially in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I definitely have to acknowledge that this film has a pretty stacked cast. Like, Viola Davis just showing up. We got Shia LaBeouf. I mean, even um, the mom, hey, Carrie Ann. Yeah. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, Moss. Whatever. Yeah. All the, You know, it's a pretty big cast, dude. I used to, when I was younger, think that the character uh, actress that plays Ashley was Blake Lively for the longest time. <laughs> and then years later, I watched it again. I'm like, that is that not, is Blake, not Lively. Blake Lively. <laughs> that ain't on Blake Lively. It's like Blake Lively's cousin, kind of. Like Wish, Wish.com Queen Blake Lively. Courtney. but <laughs> Yes, it's Blake Lively from Wish.com. Okay, yeah. 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 But she still. She took a few extra weeks to shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a diet, Blake Lively. Yes, <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I also want to point out, uh, cops doing cop things. I think it's fucked up that the cop overlooking this whole situation, like Kale's case or whatever, is the teacher's cousin. That should what the be, fuck? like, that should not be allowed. No. I agree. And he points it out, too, and they're just like, ah, we don't care. Yeah, and he's what? a douche, too. Yeah, he's he is. a douche. That whole what? family's a douche. <laughs> All of them. Bunch of douchebags. <laughs> For real. Uh, one of the favorite scenes or standout moments when he eats peanut butter with chocolate sauce and Red Bull <laughs> yeah. and he has to take shit. <laughs> a perfect meal, honestly. 
I mean, let's be honest. Oh, honest. God. It makes me want to vomit. Because it's like chocolate sauce. Oh. Yeah, dude. Like, if it was like Nutella or something, that could that could Maybe. be good. But like Hershey's chocolate sauce. Ugh. Oh, and then with on Red Bull? Pe- come on. Dude, yes. yeah. I no. can. If he like did that in real life, like I'm sure he really actually had to shit real bad. Or I throw know, up. I'm sure. Yeah, or something. Bro. <laughs> Perfect. Anybody would. Yeah. Um, also, let's point out his room fucking rules. It's like the whole entire upstairs. Every teen has the dopest room ever in the movies. In big Hollywood movies in the late 2000s, yeah. all of their houses are, yeah, and their rooms specifically are super dope, bro. Like his upstairs room was like bigger than my childhood house. It you was, know I know, right? Big as Me too. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's you for real. Holy shit. Uh, I love it. The scene where like he's like, "It's good, we're green, officer." There's a bag of shit on my stairs. <laughs> we're green. I'm green. We're green. I'm green. I'm green. He's yelling at the neighbors. And the neighbors are like, "Who the fuck did we just move next door to?" Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. And then you pointed out the soundtrack, Chanel. But like, I do like that one song when he's setting up the makeshift barrier, like with the the string around his house. Um. I think it's the one that's like da, 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 Kings da, 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 da. of Leon. Yeah, I think so, yeah. or something like that. It's definitely got that vibe. If yeah. it's not Kings of Leon, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I got a quote, kind of. It's Rado. Yeah, <laughs> but he's so excited that he's there. He's got a fucking bat. <laughs> like, could you imagine though being like trapped in your house all summer when you're that young and like all your friends are enjoying their summer break? Oh, no. Well, yeah, and like, where does Ronnie Ronald go? Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay, so. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine. You'd be super jealous. What what yeah. grade are they supposed to be in? Do we know? Well, I feel like they're probably seniors in high school, I would so think. Yeah. So they just graduated? Yeah, like so probably 17, 18 is my assumption. Maybe. I feel like they if they were graduating or whatever, they might have shown like a graduation. Yeah, scene. the graduation stuff. So, so maybe, maybe like juniors. Yeah, it's got to be. They're a little bit older. They're upperclassmen. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, either one like. I definitely vibe that because your friends are doing shit at that point and yeah. like, they've got cars, you know, <laughs> like, oh it's man, uh, all because he punched his asshole teacher too. That's what's so stupid. Fuck that. Yeah. At least the judge was like understanding. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the judge was Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I pointed this out a couple times ago that we watched this and Chanel was like, <laughs> oh, that's a good little details. There's a lot of um, good little details in this entire film. So if you notice in that kind of montage scene where he's like cleaning and like, he's not doing anything properly <laughs> and he throws all of his clothes in the washer and just that fucking slams it. Yeah, exactly. But in the scene where Rano shows up, I was like to point out that Kale's shirt is like stained pink a little bit because it like showed him earlier mixing <laughs> the colors with his whites. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I was like, cute little detail, dude. I love yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Yep. He was just creating more of a mess, honestly. Dude, yes, I really was. personally, I think <laughs> that gives me anxiety. The dishwasher. The too. dishwasher. Oh, yes. yes. That is my, because he just like pours it in the thing and then just shuts the door. And I'm like, yep. and, like and they're like, all upside down. on the countertop yeah. where oh food God. is Everywhere. prepared. Yes. And then he throws the Red Bull can into the sink. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just a fucking pig. He's just creating more of a mess. Mm-hmm. But I think Shia LaBeouf kind of plays it perfectly. Oh, yes. You know, does, you're like, course. it's so believable. I miss Shia LaBeouf back in these days. Before yeah. He was a douche. Yeah, for sure. He's still a great actor, but he's yeah. also problematic, which is weird. Yeah, so. it's heartbreaking when, yeah. when those when things. Those- 
things come out. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Especially when you love an actor so much. Because I've always loved him, even with like even Stevens. Oh, yes. Like Holes, of course. This one. um, Transformers. Mm -hmm. But then he broke my heart. Then he went sideways. (laughs) For real. So next note, cops doing cop things. I don't even know specifically what, but just any any time. Basically every fucking movie. Every movie we cover, so. Like arresting him in the lawn, probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, All right, so this is where things start to get a little creepy with him. My dude has an alarm to check on people in the neighborhood, so he's very bored. <laughs> Bro. White people he's are like, bored. like, I'm going to see my neighbor's boobies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's funny to me when, like, he's like, nah, she can't see me. But, like, dude, your lights are on. Yeah. There's, your like, a little dim on. light. You could see that it's, like, watcher. You could see the silhouette. Yeah, yes. exactly. It's like, dude, she probably could see you, bud. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If you can and see her... My grandma's thing is, like, because she likes to look in houses because she's a creeper. <laughs> My mom's like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> she's always like, if you can see them, they can see you. <laughs> kind of. I mean, if you're sitting in literally a completely dark house well, at night. Well, then no, they can't. But. Yeah, they can't see you. But I vibe with that for sure. So, <laughs> um, And it's funny you brought up Watcher because... I was obviously high watching it and I was taking my notes and I said, this is kind of the opposite point of view from last week's movie. Yeah, it is. Because she moves in Mm. and he's already there and he's like, oh, look at this girl. Yeah. And starts watching her. So obviously it goes totally different directions kind of, but yeah. So, um, oh dude, remember this trend in this time frame? wearing a long sleeve tee underneath a short sleeve tee. Yes. (gasps) Oh my God. I yes. think I tried to do it, and I was like, nah, it's not working for big boy here, so <laughs> yeah. I stopped, but dude. <laughs> it's like the same trend, Chanel, I'm sure you remember, with the leggings and the jean skirts. Oh my god, yes. That's- yes. That yeah. was Chanel. Yep. <laughs> I think I remember that, actually. Yeah, because yeah, I did the same thing, yeah. but that was like a big a big trend, and like a lot of people would wear like their little Ugg boots with it, too, but I would wear like my Etnies. <laughs> right converse or your yes, converse. Yeah. Mine, mine were the jean skirt leggings a bow in my hair yes uh, a pearl necklace probably mm-hmm. and my checkered vans yeah the og emo girl <laughs> yeah for real yeah like yeah for oh, sure jensen my fake ages yeah, her fake cages. Yeah, I remember all. Of I that. remember. Uh, I remember we would go to like the flea market with my parents sometimes because my dad would buy work gloves there, and they would sell like the fake gauges um, and like the fake fat farms where the pee was like the other <laughs> way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, those amazing. were the days. Things right? were much more were simple back then, weren't they? Oh, yes, dude. Yeah, that's, that's what made Jensen fall in love with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the rest is history. Right, yep. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> um when she what's her name? The girl? Ashley. Ashley. When she first goes over to their house, it kinda is funny to me because I don't know, like wouldn't a girl be kinda grossed out knowing her neighbor was staring at her swimming? Wouldn't uh, I mean as you you ladies That's probably why she went over there. Cause she was into it? You I mean? mean maybe. Well, would you be into it? Or wouldn't you be creeped out if like your Not neighbor be creeped out. Okay, Courtney. Yeah, I'd definitely be creeped out. But then also, like, thinking back to, like, when I was much younger, before, like, the creepy experiences I've had in, like, my older years, uh, just, like, existing as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I was younger, when I was more, like, ooh, like, a little bit boy crazy, it might have been <laughs> a little bit more, like, okay. Because, like, we're all young, and it's not, like, some creepy old dude looking out his window. True. True. But... 
uh, still, I'd probably be like vulnerable and like feel uncomfortable, especially if I'm like in a swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. I I just think it's pretty bold. She comes over, and but that's kind of her character. And too, she I has guess. that personality where yeah. she's like kind of like all that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Or yeah. she like knows that she like people think she's hot. Right. Yeah, so she, she just kind of just goes play with those it. vibes. True. Yeah. True. She just wants to play video games. Well, yeah, I mean, but they were just playing upstairs. <laughs> they that's were playing. When that's we, were when just, we were just playing. We're just playing upstairs. upstairs. Video games. <laughs> oh no, that was my favorite part. Oh, we were just upstairs playing. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of games? I like to play. I like to play. I like to play. <laughs> it's like okay. And they're like both have like full raging boners when she says that. For real. We also oh, always like to the point faces out faces he makes. It's yeah, so yeah. Funny. And we also, whenever we watch it, we like to point out the music in this scene when she first knocks and they realize it's her at the door. It's, it's like, it's all cringy. <laughs> I love it, dude. Um, honestly, Shia LaBeouf probably don't smell the back of people's heads. Yeah, let's take that off real. the board for sure. Let's You've just. Never sick. My hair. You're my wife. <laughs> And when I first met you, no, I'm not just going up the back of your fucking head oh. in the hallway, in, in the skater hall. Yeah, just like sniffing head. people. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, for real. Just take a quick whiff. <laughs> I love how they all begin their stakeout, though, because Ronnie brings a box of electronics and then they order pizza. Yeah. So he just That's brings over a whole ass tub of <laughs> yeah. wires and cables. And he says, this is all my uncle had. And I'm like, bro, that stresses me the fuck out. <laughs> Which actually, that dude was pretty strapped for some shit because he had like fourteen video cameras, yeah, walkie talkies, binoculars, (laughs) yeah, more binoculars, yeah. (laughs) Oh man, um, honestly, I could be wrong, and you might have the better answer because you're better at remembering this stuff. I'm pretty sure in high school I had my ringtone at one point set to the "Ah, Me So Horny" song (laughs) because I was cringy like that. (laughs) That I don't remember. It rings a bell in my head. And I'm like, I think I did that because I was God, that guy. You so, would. Yeah. It was just real quick, you know. Dude, but remember how simple phones were back in the day? Yes. <sighs> no. Remember the ringback tones? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yes. dude. <laughs> remember, those were the, like, those the commercials again, the for days. the ringback tones? Yes. <laughs> oh, I so miss fun. those days. You'd so pay, like, five bucks to have, like, right? a day to remember on your ringback tone. Record your, your uh, voicemail greeting and, like... You'd have to record the music in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it would sound oh, yeah. like complete shit and static. <laughs> yeah. And like people would get pissed calling you. But it'd still be the hit. <laughs> yeah. It's better than nothing for sure. <laughs> so I love the little detail. Like when Ronnie wakes up with pizza in his hand. <laughs> that fucking rules. Because like, well, hey, he fell asleep with pizza in his hand. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and then he wakes up and he's still holding it. Like it's like a fucking <laughs> handbag. <laughs> and that's when uh, Kale is like, don't you have something to do? Don't you have something to do? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think as friends, they're very cute. And I was yeah, telling you, I want to see him in more movies. Hurano. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to see him in more movies. I've seen. Oh, uh, he was in something recently. He but was it, in Friday the 13th. Yep. Yep. And that was like the last bigger thing mm-hmm. we saw him in. Yeah. And he killed it in that, too. He did. He really did. But oh He's well. in more. Well, yeah. But yeah, like, I, he looks super familiar. I'm like, there's a movie on the top, tip of my tongue that I'm trying to remember. Let me look him up real quick and see. The only thing I can remember is... Make a Noir's Infinite Playlist. 
Yes, is he? he's yeah. the gay one. Yep. Is he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love him in that. I, just I love that, that movie. I love that, that movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, we do too. <laughs> I think that's the one I'm thinking of because everything else doesn't ring a bell to me. Hmm. Yeah, it's just like little up. like quirky romance movies. It looks What's like, his name? but he's not like a main character. His name is Aaron Yu. Aaron Yu. Y O O. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like oh, to see. Wait, him no, he wasn't in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. He gets uh, killed in the shed, the tool shed. Sorry, spoilers for everybody. Yeah. I'm that thinking of him. the other Asian guy from Accepted. Accepted. I've only seen that like one time. I know. Yeah, because he's in yeah Friday the Thirteenth. Because I'm looking yeah. at his movies. Uh, Nick Nora's Disturbia. Uh, nothing else really that I think anybody would know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just those three movies. Hmm. Um, can we talk about Kale's cinematography skills? My dude is a grade A professional because <laughs> do you know how hard it would be to have like a zoomed in camcorder? That's steady. That's steady. Even on a tripod, yeah. even on a ledge. Like, oh my God, he's killing <laughs> this. Like he probably went on with a great career in cinematography. He has a steady hand. <laughs> yeah. Or he went to be a doctor probably. Oh, yes. Yeah. Surgeon. Jesus. Oh my gosh. I also, in that scene too, so not to get all stupid on it but like camcorders back in the day when you bought a camcorder for video and a camera for photos the the camcorders kind of had like a bulb on it they didn't have a flash system the flash mm-hmm. quote unquote was a light yeah yeah just to light the area i remember but i remember in that scene when he like knocks over the camera it flashes yeah, flashes yeah, that flash like, yeah but you know they got to add in stuff it's okay it's just a movie <laughs> true what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's pretty funny how Robert Turner dresses up as his uh, his victim. I just like I, I don't know. The first time I watched it, I remember when I watched it in theaters. I never understood like what had happened in that scene. Like it just <laughs> never occurred to me. Even at the end when he has when he shows the wig. Yeah. Um, I was so confused for the longest time, <laughs> and then after I watched it again, I was like, oh, duh, it was well, him. But like, how do you? Like, he's a six foot, like, yeah. three man. Right, exactly. I was yes. just going to talk about that. And he's big. Like, and he's wearing high heels, too. He's a big dude. Right. How do you fit the in those? cute shoes. <laughs> yes. His feet have to be, like, seven <laughs> times bigger than hers, and he's, like, clacking around in them. Clacking around? <laughs> like, he had to have been, like, six, six in For those real. heels. For real. And he ran to that car. He didn't just walk. He <laughs> ran. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I think, I do kind of have a question. What do you guys think, like... Is this something that he does to help him as a serial killer? Or is it because he knew that Kale was spying? I think he does it because why would he just randomly have a red wig? Right. True. Yeah, no, like literally you'd have to, huh? This is a thing he does. Yeah, because it's just like he just (laughs) randomly had a red wig. No, I think he like planned on it in case someone saw him. But also like if he knew he was having this woman over and he was going to kill her, why were his fucking blinds open? Right. That... Exactly. Big old plot hole. And to touch on that, remember in the end when Kale goes in the basement, he has all of their IDs, their their cars, and the wig, and the wig, yeah, Yeah. the wig, and their car keys. So he, this is a thing that he's been doing. What do you think he does with the car? And how does he get home? There was no Uber back then. Walked his ass home. He walked his ass home in those red bottoms. He got those red bottoms. And then Balenciagas. (laughs) Apple bottom jeans back in the day, huh? (laughs) Or he took a cab home. 
I guess so. Just with a wig in his purse, you know, his fucking uh, <laughs> in his high Louis heels. Vuitton. He's just walking. <laughs> he is a Fuck. experienced cross dresser at this point. Yeah, so. I guess so, yep. dude. Jesus. <laughs> but speaking of him, I do think that he plays a super creepy dude pretty well. Yeah. Oh, um, definitely. He really does. Yeah, like when. Because to me, it's like when the killer or I guess the antagonist in the film is is good with other characters, but also creepy to the main character is super effective because Robert Turner comes over. He's all good with his mom and like How wants to take her on a date. Charming, though. Like I'd be gagging <laughs> with if that his man little like my door. ear piercing, oh. like his, yeah, hoop. his slick back. Like, uh, no. yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, thank his, you. like chest hair is hanging out. Hey. I don't. I mean, no I'm thing. no kink shaming, no uh, no type shaming. I don't care, but nah, not for me either. I'd be like, get, I'd be like him. I'd be like, dude, get out of my house. Yeah, like, don't talk to I me about mind. Bed Bath and Beyond, bitch. Yep. <laughs> don't talk to me about knives. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> He's like, there was just teachers that I wanted to kill. <laughs> like, okay, fucking weirdo, Good guy. Of course there was. Um, one of my personal favorite scenes, comedically or sweet or whatever, it has to do with their like relationship, and it's when she has a party with Skinny Psycho. Yeah, Skinny <laughs> and Psycho. Mini Psycho. Mini Psycho. And he gets all upset, and he plays the yeah. song. And uh, I fucking love when he goes downstairs to check who was at the door, and so those kids throwing the water balloons. And then he goes up, <laughs> and she goes in through his window, yep. and it just pans, and he goes, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I laugh every single oh, time super hard. Yes, you do. And then, of course, it's revealed that he's been watching her for quite some time, which, yeah. bro, she knew, right? Do we yeah. all agree? She knew. She's doing her little glances up at the window. Exactly. She's flattered. She knew. Yeah, she knew. But, but I also but, think that part is very, like, cute. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and she wanted to hear why he was watching her right. bet, money bet, you know? Yeah. Sure. And it was like wholesome. He wasn't like, I want to see your boobies, but he also did want to see them. But it was <laughs> yeah, like, let's have <laughs> sex, but I'll be nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll also like be super wholesome and sweet to you. Yeah. So, oops. So this is how I'm going to seduce you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it worked. Right. <laughs> it did. All right. So I'm taking a random guess and I'm thinking maybe this scene that I'm going to talk about is the one that you have to fast forward through or shut your eyes or whatever. Is it when he gets in her car? Yes. I, d- I, I didn't know. And not fucking. I just, because it's uncomfortable, right? It makes my skin crawl. And like, that's the point of course. Yeah. Cause it's like the first like super creepy part where you're like, Oh shit, this guy's a freaking weirdo. Yeah. Um, but, like, usually I can watch it, but I don't know what it was last night. I couldn't. I had to, like, mm. skim through that part. I feel when that. When he, like, idea. touches, like, the tip of her hair. He's Ew. Like, mm. It's, like, right by her breast. I'm like, yes. stop. She's an actual child. She's yes. a child. God damn it. And you're, like, 87, dude. Yes. <laughs> stop. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that, no, it, it really is gross. <laughs> I can't believe I guessed it, dude. I can't yeah, believe that. It gives me the heebie-jeebies I get every it, time. I get it. Um, so I have always struggled a little bit with Ronnie's choice to play the prank that he plays on yes. Kale. Oh, I hate that. Like, cause he knows that Kale has like an ankle bracelet and that he's also the neighbor is potentially a serial killer. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and I know he explains like, I just wanted to like get away from the cops so I wouldn't get in trouble. But also why are you going to play a prank on him? You know, your friend is going to react and try to protect yep. you. Right. So what are you doing, man? It's weird. I don't know. It's just weird. 
And then, of course, shit goes pretty south, and it all kind of pieces together perfectly. I'm kind of glossing over this end bit, but, like, it's okay. I, I'm assuming most of the listeners have watched this movie, and we have millions of times, so... Yes. We're to where we can practically quote the movie, yes. We pretty much can, <laughs> yeah, so... But, yeah, and honestly, like, it is one of those movies that I do like to watch all the way through, but at the same time, if I'm just watching the first, like, three quarters of it, and I turn off the end, I don't really... I'm not too it's sore fine, about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, we already know. Because it's just more cops doing cop. I mean, a cop does get his neck broken. Yes, yeah. and he literally was just sucking down a burger in his car <laughs> instead of doing his job. So maybe sucking if he would have reacted a, a little bit sooner, it would have been yeah. a different outcome for he everybody. He thought what was coming to him. Ooh. He really did. Yeah, dude. I mean, he deserved it. Put your life on the line, huh? Yeah. <laughs> At least he had a last meal. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesus Christ! We all just turn into fucking to protect and serve. If any listener was like, eh, "I'll keep listening," even though they don't like cops, this was the last episode. Yeah, they're like, they're "Yeah, like, I right. draw the line here." <laughs> well, it sucks. You had to get through the whole entire episode, basically. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so yeah, and he gets uh, Robert Turner gets taken down, and. Kale gets let off early for good behavior. Yay. Good boy. Viola Davis, she's like, I've never heard of that before, but it's happening. So he's like, yay, cool, cool. <laughs> but I will say I never realized how fake the like corpses in the water really yes. do look. For sure. Like it's just like they look like they're made out of foam. Something. Yeah. They're not the best props, but I mean... Yeah, and also, that, like, because he had recently killed that lady, and I think she was in the wall. Right. Um, yeah. But, like, the in corpses in the water would have been a lot more uh, decomposed. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And also, how long has he been killing here in California? Because he came from Texas. From maybe. Texas, yeah. And, like... So maybe he brought the corpses with, I don't know. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> Just in the back of a Mustang. How do you know all that shit? <laughs> in the back of a Mustang. <laughs> In a fucking U-Haul. I don't know, man. But <laughs> And also, who leaves a dead, rotting deer corpse in their garage to stink up the place? I wonder if he was, like, trying to deter, like, the human stench. Oh, um, probably. Yeah, probably. For sure. Yeah. We didn't really get into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, the details of this. Because there are a lot of plot holes, yeah. I'd say. Right. But it's just too much fun. And we're just having a good old... Silly goose time. Silly goose time. A, sil- a little silly goose time. A little silly goose time over here, so... It's just a good time. I mean, let's just wrap it up unless anyone else has another comment to add on it no i think i'm good sweet well then let's get into the cause of death now chanel you like are the guest you picked it you gotta start the toe tag rating out of five how many toe tags 100 (laughs) i'll take it yeah i think it's the highest rating we've had on here (laughs) folks just wrap it up (laughs) it's definitely five out of five yeah for sure it's one of my top five favorite movies. Nice. Ever. Nice. Okay. There you go. Is it one of your favorite like horror films specifically too? Yeah. I mean, it would have to be because if it's, yeah, your top five favorite yeah. films. So yes. yeah. Interesting. All for sure. Yes. All the yeses. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Courtney, what about you? Um, I, I, I want to give it a five, but like I keep that for my like, most most favorites uh this is amazing and it is one of my favorites but i'm gonna say 4.8 um so almost five because there are just a few things that i guess i could do without but it's still a phenomenal movie and i will give it a 4.8 can you hear me (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. I thought my computer went out. No, um, we're, we're sitting here staring at each other because, ma'am, five out of five, no? You know what? Yes, you could take it from me. Fine. Oh Fine, God. Jensen, take the five. I wanted to be a little bit different, but you called me out on my bluff. Because <laughs> obviously I'm a five out of five too, man. This is a perfect film. Yeah, all right, like, I'll take it. I'll yeah, take dude, it's a comfort film. I could put this on if I'm in a shitty mood, Don't happy mood. Don't pressure her. <laughs> I do but he's love. right. He knew. He knew. <laughs> I know. We were talking about it earlier, how you loved this movie as well. It's just hard to like, um, I don't know. I don't know why it's hard to just be like, yeah, five out of five. Well, you according know? to you, you like, gave Psycho a five out of five, which I don't remember, but you said oof. you did. And I did. This I did. has Ooh. to also be a five out of five. Yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Rob me of more fives. <laughs> just hand them out, dude. Well, Jensen has a gun to my head right now, if anybody wants to Sorry, know. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. You were just like, oh, shit, my internet went out. <laughs> yeah, I swear it did. I was like, are you kidding me? We're oh almost done. That was a long silence. It Jensen was, scared was... me. I was like, Jensen, he's well, just like staring at his screen. I'm like, are I was, you going to react? Was, <laughs> I was waiting for Chanel to do something, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was only going to say I was not going to give it a five because of like the shitty props in the water. Oh, yeah. But I guess that wouldn't really be worth it. To like take a, a couple star or a little half stars away. So. <laughs> it's just too good, man. You heard it, it here. All of us, yeah. five out of five, which obviously we're fucking hella biased. This came out when we were teenagers and we all saw it around that time and we just love it, you know? And so. then each year, like, it still never gets old. Seriously. No, yeah. Which is really nice to have Even the like, a movie yes. yep, yeah, in the arsenal where you're like, okay, you know what? Like a movie that I am not sick of. Um, that's not like super crazy or you have to pay a lot of attention to. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, we can practically quote the movie. We put it on so much. So yeah, we just put it on for background noise all the time. So <laughs> yeah, I think this is our third time watching it this year so far. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we just, we'll throw it on in the background for sure. Yeah. All right, guys, that was our discussion on Disturbia from 2007 directed by DJ Caruso. A five out of five for all of us. And if you are a listener and you don't give it a five out of five, probably go shit in your hand. <laughs> You're like, Courtney, almost caught you slipping. <laughs> go have diarrhea in your hand. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. And, and obviously, thank you, Chanel, for coming on. You yes, were our guest. This and was fun. I'm so glad that me. she was able to come on with us. And for this yeah. movie, because we've been talking about it for so freaking long. So long. Yeah. I've been bugging Jensen for yeah. the longest time. Please do Disturbia. Yeah, because we like base this whole theme around having this episode happen. Yeah, yeah, guys. And it was a fun one. It really was because we got to talk about Watcher, which was a lot of fun. Um, I know. Yeah, we got some good ones this month. We really did, and it it went. Um, I think technically it went kind of long because we did have those two weeks off where I put in a couple extra episodes, and then I think we did an extra episode per usual, I think, or something. So yeah, it went kind of long, but. We, and what's funny too is, Courtney, we have not decided our next theme, but we will. I actually was thinking about it. So I have an idea that we'll talk about after. Yeah, we'll talk about after we closed out, but we will get there. So if you want to catch me online, I'm at Jensen Harper on Instagram and Letterboxd. Courtney, where are you at? I'm just on Instagram. I'm no more on Letterboxd, even though someone followed me on Letterboxd. Oh my God. (laughs) It was insane. I was like, what? Who are you? I'm like, someone must have been listening. And they're like, oh, Letterboxd. And they're like, oh, never mind. She's not on there anymore. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, Instagram, at Little Sky Dancer. Hell yeah. I don't post, but I lurk. Yeah, it's a fun time over there. So Chanel, do you want to plug anything? 
Yeah, I am also on Instagram at Latina Demon. Latina Demon. Um, you can also follow our new podcast that Jensen and I um, have just started recently. We are on episode two, going on episode three. Um, that is, at, wow, that's not normal. Yep. Um, and that's all I really get on. I mean, I don't really do social media, but yeah, those are that's where I am. So if you uh, want to go follow me follow me i'm i mean my shit's private but <laughs> hey she'll check out your account and see if you're worthy of the follow or not yes. <laughs> she's one of them people so and you uh, have to rate disturbia five out of five or she will not follow you back true that's very yes. true yeah sorry yeah. Three, three, three. so uh courtney what should the listener do for us they should leave us a rating and review and we will spoon feed them um peanut butter and chocolate syrup and, and Red, Red Bull. Bull. <laughs> <laughs> you guys From our mouths, like baby bird. Ah, bro. Yeah, so we're not. Pants. Yeah, just go like, shit in your hands. We're not rating you anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to catch us. Stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to catch us as a podcast online, it is uh, the Fret Crew on Instagram and the Fret Crew Pod on TikTok. So thanks for that. And uh, if I were to say anything, uh, Dang it. I don't got nothing. Stay punching your shitty fucking teacher. Yes. I was going to come up with something about punching your teacher, too. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Stay breaking those cops' necks. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.